you're listening to the Sassy Solopreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Silva, first-generation Latina, digital entrepreneur, and an online educator. On this show, you're getting an exclusive backstage pass on how I transformed my food blog, A Sassy Spoon, into a sustainable and profitable multi-six-figure business as a party of one. Tune in each and every week for the sassy vibes, authentic, no BS conversations, and actionable advice on how you too can build the profitable food blog business of your dreams. Let's dive in. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Sassy Solopreneur Podcast. So excited to have you here. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to show up as an expert in your food blog's niche. Now, if you've been a food blogger for, what, five minutes, I'm sure you've heard of the term EEAT, which essentially stands for Experience, Expertise, Authoritativeness, and Trustworthiness. And this is basically Google's search quality rater. It's to see if you are legit or not, right? That you're not just someone out here spamming search results and that you actually know what you're talking about. So I really want to dive deep into this and how you can approach content from this standpoint and show your expertise in your content. Because I feel like when we hear these concepts and we hear Google really is and was prioritizing EEAT, you're like, okay, cool. Like, what does that mean? Like, we get it. We understand the concept. But then it's like, how do we actually put it into practical terms? This is exactly what I want to talk about in this episode. Now, before we dive in, I just want to remind you to please rate and review the show. It helps me so much to to continue to grow and also share it on Instagram. If you already left a rating and a review, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Really appreciate it. Share it on Instagram. Share with your friends. I want to continue to grow the podcast and every little bit helps. So I really appreciate you guys doing that. Without further ado, let's jump right in. So as I mentioned, EAT stands for Experience, Expertise, Authoritativeness, and Trustworthiness. So essentially, we should be creating content that shows our experience and expertise first and foremost, okay? No more chasing keywords. No more throwing spaghetti at the wall. No more deciding to just write about pasta just because we feel like it. We need to make sure that every piece of content we're putting out there really aligns with this EAT, okay? Because this is how Google is going to basically grade you on your work, right? The better you show your expertise, the more experience you have with this topic, the more you speak to it with authority, the more you will grow and the more you will rank or the higher you will rank in search results, okay? So basically, this is a concept that Google is using to evaluate the quality of your site and to understand who's the person behind the site, right? Who Who's responsible for this content for search ranking purposes. Now, EAT was actually introduced back in 2018 with only one E. And in 2022, they added that extra E. So now it's EAT or double EAT which stands for experience, because they figured out that, sure, you can have the expertise in terms of like the education, the qualifications, the credentials, but what about experience? What if you're someone like me who doesn't have the education or the qualifications or the credentials, but I can speak to that experience, you know, 
that's a no-brainer for me, okay? I can absolutely speak to the experience in Cuban cuisine because I am first-generation Cuban-American, was born in a Cuban family, and I know my shit, all right? <laughs> so overall, Google just wants to make sure that you're legit. This is why choosing a niche that you're an expert in is so crucial, all right? Because depending on how well you can explain the why and the how for every recipe post, this is what's going to help you rank high in search results, okay? So let's break down each and every one of these. Now, the first E stands for experience, and this is where Google wants to see your firsthand experience on a topic. The more you show this firsthand experience, the more you'll be rewarded in search engine result pages because it actually shows that you know what you're talking about. So for example, for a recipe, whenever we are publishing recipes with these step-by-step -step visuals, with these process shots that are so absolutely annoying to make, but this is what proves to Google that you have that first-hand experience, right? You're showing these steps. You're showing the how of the recipe, which is something that AI can't repl replicate which is something that someone that doesn't know the nuances or the shortcuts or maybe some secret ingredient, like this is what you can speak to, right? And this is how you would show that you have this experience and that you know so much about this topic because you are showing what you know with your content, okay? So that is experience. That's the first E. Next, we have expertise. And this is where your knowledge on the topic is going to shine. So. Google wants to see if you're a subject matter expert in this topic. So here is where you're going to talk about your qualifications, your education, any credentials that you have to prove that expertise. Now, even if you don't have these qualifications, you're like, Jamie, I don't have any qualifications. I don't have any credentials. I didn't go to school for this. It's okay because everyday expertise still counts. Kind of like I was mentioning before. I was born in a Cuban family, and so being a Miami native, being a first-generation Cuban-American, I can speak to Cuban cuisine because I have the experience in it. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a trained pastry chef. I didn't go to culinary school, so I don't have those credentials, but I can absolutely speak to the experience because I grew up with this. So I've been looking at Cuban cuisine and and cooking and seeing my mom do all the things since I was a kid. So I can speak to this topic with so much authority and build trust because I have that knowledge, right? I have that expertise. I have that experience. So the next one is authoritativeness. And this is essentially about reputation. So if your content is constantly being interacted with, which means it's getting clicked on, it's getting shared on social media, this signals to Google that you are an authority. You're the go-to resource for this specific topic. Another way to show your authority is with backlinks, which, I mean, there's different arguments around this where some say that this is no longer important for search ranking, while others say it's absolutely important for reputation. And so, I mean, you can use your best judgment here. But if you were to get featured on a roundup on another publication, maybe a BuzzFeed or a parade or um, the Pioneer Woman's website, any type of roundup on these big publications, that counts. That counts as reputation, which 
sometimes I'll be really honest with you guys. I've never pitched for a backlink. Every backlink that I've ever earned for a sassy spoon came from either Pinterest or page one of Google. And that's how I've ended up on those sites. I've never pitched once. I've never done help a reporter out. I've never done any of that. So I usually will tell my students to not even focus so much on that and to focus more on having such great content that it's just an automatic no-brainer for them to find you on page one and see, okay, she knows what she's talking about. Let's add them to the roundup. You know what I'm saying? So just something to keep in mind. Don't go crazy trying to build backlinks. Just make sure that your content presents you as the authority, right? That your user experience on your blog builds trust, that it's easy to navigate. All the things that just make you an authority and a go-to resource for this specific niche, for this specific topic that you are about. Next is trustworthiness. This is how Google measures the credibility of your site. Are you an expert? Are you a trusted source? Are you posting helpful content? Is your user experience positive? Are recipes easy to find? Are they easily explained? Do you have clear visual instructions that are easy to follow? All these things help build trust, right? If your audience can rely on you to bring them truthful information in your content, this builds trust automatically because the more people interact with your content, the more that signals to Google that this person is legit. They know what they're talking about. They're sharing all the things, okay? So they all tie in together where it's like first-hand experience, expertise, both of those build the authority, which also build trust. So that's how they all work together. But the long and short of it is that you should be building content that makes you the subject matter expert for your niche and that really just, I mean, screams the EEAT, right? Like. You're not, you're not here just to chase keywords and everything looks disconnected on your blog. You have a blog that flows where all the topics are connected. They're all internally linked together. They all show that expertise. They all show that firsthand experience. And this is how you build topical authority, right? This is how you build the, the trust that you need with your audience and with Google so Google can understand your site better. It can crawl your site, index your site. It knows where to put you in terms of different search results. And so the goal is to build this topical authority to improve your overall search experience for users, okay? So as you're providing that helpful content that Google keeps talking about, that's what's going to help you rank higher in search results. Now you have a better understanding of what EEAT is. Let's talk about how to actually like illustrate that on your blog as a food blogger. So one of the things I would suggest is, number one, look at your about me page and the author bios that you have throughout your site. Essentially, you should have an author bio on your sidebar and then one underneath each blog post as kind of like who you are what you're about, your educational background, how many years you've been blogging, any credentials, if it applies. If you have been featured on any podcasts, any articles, any cookbooks, all that counts, okay? That all counts as street cred. This is what you want. You want to show all that street cred. Also, a photo of yourself. Essentially, you want to use the About Me page to highlight these things, highlight your educational background, your credentials, your qualifications, 
your the years of experience that you have, like the years that you've been blogging. So my case, like I mentioned, Miami native, first generation Cuban American. I've been blogging since 2016. That shows longevity, right? I've been doing this for a while. I know what I'm talking about. And I have the experience that I can speak to with so much authority. And then I've also been linked to XYZ different articles and I list them all on the About Me page as well. And then you, when you do that for your About Me page, just summarize it for your bios. And so you have a little blurb for your sidebar bio and then one for underneath your blog posts and your golden. Aside from your About Me and your author bios, you want to also explain the why and the how in every single blog post, okay? What does that look like? That looks like you're educating your readers. You're talking about those ingredients in complete detail. You're talking about the techniques that you're, you're recommending for this specific recipe. You're talking about any nuances or secret ingredients that only you know about because you have the experience because you've been doing this for so long. Explain that. That is, I mean, there can be a better way to stand out than to bring something unique to your content. So doing that, making that clear in every single one of your blog posts will absolutely make that EAT so clear for not just Google, but your readers as well. And lastly, aside from your About Me page, your bios, and really explaining the why and the how in each individual recipe, I would say user experience is absolutely super important, right? Like how people navigate your site really shows Google, it signals to Google like, hey, this person, this website's bounce rate is low and their time on site is high. People are sticking around. So you're encouraging people by having an easy to navigate website, you're encouraging people to stick around and they'll stick around, they'll click around, they'll stay on your site, they'll sign up for your email, they'll become your biggest fan, they'll come back the next time you post a new recipe, like this is what you want. So aside from aligning your content with your EEAT, having a site that's easy to navigate and that is super clean and it's not cumbersome or anything, that also builds trust because people then now know what to expect from you. And it's not some big surprise where like everything's going to be a mess and they can't navigate on there and they're like, you know what, I'm never coming back here. So also things to keep in mind, right? Your tech SEO, just make sure everything's working properly. Make sure that your theme is super clean that your site speed is on point, like all those things aside from content are also super important. So that's all for today's episode. I'd love to hear your thoughts. As always, I invite you to DM me on Instagram at the Jamie Silva. I'd love to hear if you have any ideas for any future episodes. And that's it for this episode. I'll catch you on the next one.